Welcome to the Digital Glue Podcast. These digital untangling episodes are brought to you by Crystal Kordalchuk, CEO and founder of Virtually Untangled. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who need untangling from the day-to-day tasks in their business. These virtual world untanglers never underestimate the power of a good idea. And if that sounds like a lofty goal, well, it is. A decade ago, Virtually Untangled was founded with the goal of creating meaningful digital experiences that connect with people. Crystal and her team of honorary untanglers are now providing business owners, just like you, the opportunity to own your story and share it with the world. So every Tuesday morning, she'll be dropping a new episode that will help you think big and dream even bigger. Let's dive into today's episode. It's inevitable. It happens to every creative writer on this glorious planet. All our creative bones are feeling brittle, and sometimes we feel as though it's just time to throw in the towel, including my team and I someday. It's funny, in its own sort of ways, that I've been pondering for days on what to share with you in today's special episode. I had a sort of writer's block while trying to write notes about what to talk about when it comes to writer's block. Writer's block isn't quite what you think. It's not a medical condition, it's not a disease, and it's definitely not a virus that takes control of your overall creative process and juices, rendering you useless and feeling stressed. The truth of the matter is, writer's block doesn't actually exist. Shocked, right? Well, not really. It is a condition, for lack of a better word, that exists entirely in our mind. Basically, a brick wall that we've built, which is actually made of air, not bricks, haha. And when we are in full belief that this wall is standing tall and upright, really just a lie that we tell ourselves when our creativity is low or on staycation, it becomes real, like really real. And when we are feeling that mind block, we then become actually creatively blocked. So if you've ever felt like your writer's block wall is slowly creeping up on you, remember to pause, take a deep breath, as this is more than likely what is really going on in that pretty mind of yours. Fear. Oh, so many things. Too many to even mention today. Perfectionism. Not being good enough. Lack of structure. Not knowing where or how to start. High standards. Basically just fear of failure. Too many hats syndrome. Fear of lack of time, imposter syndrome, fear of rejection, or laziness. Or is this just fear in procrastination mode? Okay, so now that you know this block is a figment of your wildly creative imagination, you're probably wondering how to get rid of it and keep on your streak. Well, while struggling with my own writer's block, I came across some really great getting unstuck tips and tricks to rid of that cursed writer's block. So let's kill that nightmare of the blinking cursor together. Tip number one, step away and go do something creative. The key here is to keep exercising the creative part of your brain and eventually you'll be able to tap back into the flow of writing. Tip number two, eliminate all distractions. Yes, all distractions. Turn off your phone and your constantly beeping email. Even unplug yourself from the internet if you must. Marie Kondo up your workspace. A cluttered space can put your mind in a state of confusion and truly, truly carve out some of your time in your day for just writing. Giving yourself some time and space to be in solitude is important to staying focused. Personally, I try to do this a minimum twice per week as a kind of writing staycation. Tip number three, 
Try using a different writing tool or style. It may seem silly at first, but sometimes it's the small changes that make all the difference and make writing interesting again. For instance, I always write at my desktop. I figured I paid huge bucks for it and created myself a nice workspace that I should be working in and on that space as often as humanly possible. However, when I ran into a few instances where my desktop had to be rushed to the computer hospital, it gave me a whole new love for my other devices. Different device, different environment, and feeling like my creative flow is just that. That being said, if you don't have the option of a secondary device, you could always try switching platforms. For example, if you usually write in Microsoft Word, try writing in Google Docs or perhaps directly in your WordPress page post. Or if you like things the way they are, as it's just in your comfort zone and you're not quite ready to step out of it yet, then just try changing up your font and style. Tip number four, write for yourself for a change. Quit it with the pre-thought out post topics. I'm very bad for this one as I tend to organize my writing thoughts three months ahead of time in case of those extra busy weeks. Sometimes this can suck the joy right out of you. And because sometimes you just need to write about what you just want to write about. Even if it doesn't fit in with your regular style, just get it off your chest, why don't you? Tip number five, take a moment to reread your best work. Talent didn't go anywhere, it's still inside you. You just need a little reminder and perhaps a swift kick in the butt. For anything like me, there's been a handful of times where you sat down to write your upcoming piece of content to find yourself just staring blankly at your screen. Your Word doc is empty and you're scouring your brain for the words you're looking to spit out onto that page. But your brain is literally a pile of mashed potatoes and you feel as though you don't have a creative bone in your body. You're ready to throw in the towel again. Well, as a bit of in-your-face inspiration from someone super amazing and creative once said to me, don't think about the writing process too much. Just do one thing. Tell the motherfucking story. This is something that every writer struggles with from time to time. You could feel this mind block from things such as fear of putting your ideas to paper, virtual paper that is, perfectionism, wanting to get everything just right, perfect in your head first, procrastination, or maybe you feel the timing just isn't right and you need to let your ideas stew. I guess what I'm getting at here is it's really not about having said writer's block, but how you overcome it. Now, of course, there are endless solutions to overcoming this painful issue of which I like to call the nightmare of the blinking cursor. You just need some time to defunk, regroup, and get back to what you're good at, writing. And to do what we do best, help you untangle this horrible virtual nightmare, try some of these things to clear your mind. Take a long walk in the sunshine or the pouring rain. They're calm. Change your environment. Maybe take your tablet outside. Take an adventure break, perhaps to the bookstore. Read some blog posts, read a book, or listen to some inspiring podcasts. Use a different writing tool or change the font or color you usually write in. Brainstorm your genius idea in bullet points on paper, perhaps. Stop writing for your readers and write something you want to write about. Skip the introduction and write your conclusion first. This may help determine the outcome. 
reread your favorite written piece or perhaps even your first piece. Create an outline article or mind map it using single words to help you organize your thoughts. Stop pre-planning and just go with the flow. Write whatever comes to mind. Create yourself a writing routine to summon your muse. And most important of all, eliminate distractions so that you can quietly think, contemplate, and write. And if all else fails, don't give up. Start somewhere, anywhere, even a few simple lines, a short paragraph, or a full-on bucket list of your ideas and see where that takes you. As Margaret Atwood famously says, if I waited for perfectionism, I would never write a word. Now, the cold, hard truth about writer's block, writing is friggin' hard work. So you need to figure out what works for you. Write whatever, whenever, and wherever you like. Live on the edge of crazy so you can have fun doing it. Stand up to your blinking cursor the way you would to a bully and turn your fear into humility and humility into hard-earned, well-deserved work. If you're looking for some help getting started with some daily writing habits, I encourage you to reach out to me so we can chat. I'd be more than happy to go over some ideas with you that fit into your regular business routine. And it won't cost you a penny as we offer free, no obligation, 30 minute consultations, which just so happens to include short chit chats about stuff just like this. Now, let's say you're not having writer's block, but you're looking to improve your writing. Learning a variety of writing skills isn't nearly as hard as you feel it may be. Truthfully, I think all aspiring and professional writers and designers out there will agree with me when I say that we are never truly and fully satisfied with our work. We always feel that we can do better, go bigger, and that our best work has yet to be written. So if you're already writing, whether for a business, a blog, social media, or even possibly for a client, and you're looking to improve your skills to give your wording more structure and personality, as well as make it crisp and readable, then this next topic is just what you've been waiting for. Let's just dive right on in. Learning to write is like learning to cook. You want to improve your skills by mastering multiple mini skills first. You will want to learn how to write good sentences, be more conversational, actively study how to choose more flavored words, and learn to compose smooth transitions so your readers just glide across the page. By practicing some of those skills, not only will your readers swoon over what you're writing about, but writing for you will become more joyous. Your content will become more nourishing, just like a schmootort. To nourish, delight, and inspire your readers, you also want to practice empathy actively. Now, you may think that's a strange way of thinking when it comes to writing, but it means knowing the difference between effectively communicating and connecting with your audience instead of leading them into a void. You want to understand your audience, their thoughts, their feelings, and their interests so that you don't forget that special connection with them. Empathy truly is the key to gaining a following in every style of writing, blogs, social media, marketing, and so on. But remember, there's a huge difference between empathy and sympathy. Sometimes people confuse the two. To write with empathy, you want to ask yourself, who be reading this? What type of questions do they have? Why do those questions matter? 
So as to co-pilot this section quite nicely, Octavia Butler says it best. You don't start out writing good stuff. You start out writing crap and thinking it's good stuff. And then gradually you get better at it. That's why I say one of the most valuable traits is persistence. Okie dokies, folks. To sum things up, here are 10 straightforward tips to keep in mind as you write. Number one, always start off your main message with a bang, short yet powerful. Number two, put statements in the affirmative. For example, use remember as opposed to do not. Number three, Use more power words to blow people's minds, keeping them intrigued. Number four, replace the verb to be with active verbs. Number five, limit exclamation marks. Use them very sparingly. Number six, don't overuse the word that. 90% of the time, it can just be removed from your sentences. Number seven, favor an active voice in your writing style. Number eight, keep things simple and avoid redundancies. Number nine, create more white space, meaning shorter paragraphs. And lastly, number 10, craft up some shocking titles and lead lines. Writing is often the primary way you interact with people. So the clearer and stronger your writing is, the more likely your audience will be able to decode the message, then take desired action. And remember, the first draft is just telling your story. It's what comes after. And that's a wrap. Virtually Untangled is a full-service business, which means they've got you covered on design and content right through to digital and organization. You'll form a long-lasting relationship with them as collaboration is central to everything they do. Now it's time to seize the moment and become inbox friends. It's easy to do. Just hop on over to virtuallyuntangled.com or their Facebook page to opt in and receive instant access to the most inspirational ride of your life. So what are you waiting for? Become Inbox Friends with VU. Until the next episode, keep untangling.